Welcome back to the Two Marks and Spark Wrestling Podcast brought to you by ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash spark. You know the deal. Anyway, I'm going to warn everyone off the top of this show, neither one of us are exactly fucking sober. Uh, to say the least, especially Ben. This show fucking... This, this show reeked. This show sucked. This show sucked. There were... Like, there's really, like... Okay. It's... Okay, here's the thing. It's a notable show... But not a good show. But a very, very not good show. This for, show was probably... Bryce, would you say this was their worst pay-per-view of the year outside of Hell in a Cell? Yes. Easily. Hell in a Cell was terrible. It was really bad. It, it was, was unwatchable. It was not good. This was, show was watchable, I feel like. No, barely. But boring. Barely. It was boring. This now, show really sucked. Like, there's no way fucking around it. This show sucks. This whole show sucked. There's nothing good about SummerSlam. Well, there is, but it's what? it's it's not the matches. No, and none of it's the matches. It was all the stuff in between. I mean, okay. So let's just fucking get right into it. I, I, I'm sorry about all the F-bombs the, here. The, 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 the pre-show, Biggie, Baron Corbin. Honestly, if you had to rank the matches on this show, this would be towards the top. and That, that, that really, is incredibly sad. Th- that tells you something. This match was towards the top of the show in terms of quality, at least. Yeah. Um, it was short. Biggie killed Baron Corbin. It was fine. It was fine. And it really didn't get a whole lot better. RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos. This was, again, it was fine. It was a, it was a decent tag team match. I didn't hate it. Right? I didn't hate it. It did nothing for me, really. And then this match. This is the first match I'm going to rant about tonight. Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Why the hell do they think I want to watch Eva Marie wrestle? I don't want to watch Eva Marie, period, but why the hell do they think they want... I... Okay, can we get over it? Eva Marie isn't good. Eva, Eva Marie is shit. She has the look to be a professional wrestler. But she's just not a talented wrestler at all. I get why they rehired her. You know what I mean? Sometimes it doesn't work the first time. I get it. Well, this is, this is not it. And this I don't know. not it at all. And, and, the, and here's the thing. This was the worst match on the show. Right? Yes. It was also the shortest. Here's, here's another thing about this show that um, you're going to hear us talk about a lot. And that's that everything felt like it lasted forever. Even if it didn't. Even if it really like, didn't. Like, we've got the Wikipedia pulled up here. We've got the times. Everything here felt longer than it actually was. It was. Um, especially later in the card. And this was no exception. Like This e- match was three minutes and 50 seconds. Even at three minutes and 50 seconds, it felt like misery. Pain. Pain. Any negative emotion that you can imagine was present. Eva Marie can't sell. She can't do a hold. No. And Dewdrop was there. And the best part of this match was when Dewdrop turned on Eva Marie because you know how talented Piper Niven actually is. Yes, she is very good. And now that she's away from this, hopefully. No, she's not. You know why? Because they're going to have her have an Extreme Rules match or some dumb shit with against, Eva. Uh, against Eva Marie. That's going to be really, know they are. really, she's gonna, really, really bad. And she's going to be having like 50 million freaking matches against her on Raw. And you know Eva's going to pull somebody else into this. I don't know who. I don't care. It's going to be bad. Dude. Speaking of things that were bad. <laughs> Damian Priest versus Sheamus. Okay. This match was shit and no, but it was not Damian Priest's pro- fault. No, it was really nobody's fault. This match was 13 minutes and 50 seconds, and it felt like it was 30 minutes. Yes. Uh, Damian Priest did his best. But there was no pacing on this show. This show moved at a turtle's pace tonight and it did not speed up at any point and i'm gonna warn you. you if you're sensitive in any way to swearing or if your kids are listening to the show with you turn it off now because you, this isn't the show for you i'm sorry this is this is next level bad this is the worst show this is the worst show we've ever reviewed yes easily this is worse than rebellion it's worse than the what? few raw reviews we did in the beginning of this show's history. At least where I was with there. Rebellion, at least with Rebellion, we were entertained. It wasn't a great show. It was a good show. Rebellion was fine in comparison to this, especially. And I feel like 
Impact has got a better product right now than WWE, and it's not for lack of talent. WWE has all the talent in the freaking world. It's just the booking is so bad. And you see it at certain points on this show. They've got so much talent. Damian Priest especially. Damian Priest tried to pull this show out of the gutter. He really did. You could, you could tell. And the fact that he's the U.S. champion now gives me hope. Bryce, for that it doesn't belt. matter. He's going to drop it tomorrow night. Sheamus is probably going to win it back or some stupid shit. Uh, I, I t- I t- give me a reason to care. Honestly, like this is the most angry I've ever been. Right. At wrestling. I don't get mad at wrestling. You know that. I get I get annoyed, but I don't get angry. But this show This show felt like a fucking ripoff. It felt like a raw, but worse. It felt like a Monday Night Raw. This show was five fucking hours counting. It was the a fi- it was a five hour Monday night raw. Counting the pre show. Counting now, count, counting. Now if you don't count the pre show, it was a little over four. It was a four hour raw with a lot of title changes. Which, credit to them, the title changes were the right move. Right. All the changes they made in terms of the titles I agreed with. I don't hate a lot of the booking on this show. The booking in terms of the decisions they made were fine. Yeah. I'm not mad about the booking, which is pretty rare for me. The build was bad. The build was terrible. For pretty much everything. With the exception of Cena and Roman. And you look at the two guys in there, they couldn't have had a bad build. Yeah, but we'll talk about the match for that in a bit. Um, next up on the card is... Usos and the Mysterious. This might have been the best match on the show. Yeah, like, this match was just long enough. It was 10 minutes and 50 seconds. This match was really fun. I actually had fun watching this match. Because the Usos are really good. So is... The... So all four guys in the ring are really good. Every, yeah, every, there isn't a weak there. link there. If you had to pick a de- weak link, it'd be Dominic, and I think that's even a bit of a stretch. Dominic is always improving, in my opinion. Dominic, even his first match with Seth, you could see there was something there with him. Yeah, he's just green. He's going to be there forever. I love Dominic Mysterio. I can't shit on Dominic Mysterio just because I love the kid, and I think he's great. And I think Ray, he's aging like cheat. He's aging like a fine wine. He's like Ray is every bit of Ray Mysterio that Ray Mysterio was five years ago, and that's an that's a compliment to him, honestly. Yeah, because we've been noticing age taking a toll on a lot of the older. But Ray, it's not talent. doing anything. Ray, it doesn't even seem like it matters. The guy's forty six years old, and he is has not changed his style really at all. Sure, he's slowed down a little bit here and there, but like he, Ray is still really freaking good. He is. You can't complain about Ray's work. Ray has the work ethic to last into his 50s. That's the thing. And, uh, and uh, you know, say what you want about this show. But, like, don't shit on Ray Mysterio because this guy went out there and damn near. Honestly, everyone in this match did, killed it. Right. All, th- all, all four of these guys definitely wanted to be there. All four of these guys cared. All four of these guys are professionals. And say what you want about, you know, the DD, the DUI stuff with Jimmy. I mean, it's stupid. But we do also all do stupid shit. But he's done it so many times. I. Yeah. The guy needs help. Like, it, it doesn't go any further than that. And I don't want to talk about this too much because we're both fucking intoxicated as we're doing this show. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not ones to talk, but at least we're not driving. Okay, we've never done a show like this where we're both intoxicated, but... This We're is also the show. Both at our homes, it, it, as well. Well, so. you're in my home, right now. We're not. We're not. We're not going anywhere. But for the record, we watched this show together. In the same room. This is the second time me and Bryce have watched a wrestling show in the same room since I moved. And we've never recorded in the same room. And we have both, and both of these times have been within 24 hours. Right. And last night we had a blast. Because it was a good product. <laughs> <laughs> right, we didn't have a lot of complaints last night. There was nothing really to complain about last night. And then we get Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Which or, didn't happen. Which didn't happen. It's being speculated that Sasha has a COVID thing, which I don't want to speculate so, on that because that's not fair to her. This 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 segment started by filling us with dread. Right, so this thing starts and the ring announcer, Greg Hamilton, says, 
Unfortunately, Sasha can't compete tonight, but Carmella's going to get the title shot instead. Which I said, oh, fuck, immediately, My, too. Our hearts sank. Dude, if this... We were both If that furious. match actually would have happened, I don't think we would be able to do this show tonight. Right. Because I think we would have started drinking sooner. We didn't start drinking until the last hour of the show. Because it was just going on forever. Now, obviously... You see it all over Twitter. You see it all over the internet right now. I think she was trending number one if she's not still. Becky Lynch came back, everyone. Becky Lynch is back. Right. This did not save the show. No, 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 no. This, nothing that happened tonight saved the show. I am very happy to see her back. She looks great. She looks great. She's in better shape now than I think she's ever been in her career, and that's saying something because she's never been in bad shape. She is now the SmackDown Women's Champion. She won this thing in 27 seconds, and, you know, some people are going to complain it was only 27 seconds, but you know what? All they got to say is Becky surprised Bianca. Bianca didn't know what was coming, and she caught her off guard and pinned her. It was shock factor. That's all they got to say. I'm sure we'll get this rematch in, like, a week or two anyways. Or at Extreme Rules. Yeah. So, so you can't really complain about that. And I get why they didn't want to have Becky work a whole match tonight. The last thing you want is Becky to come back, work a whole match, and get hurt right away. Right. So I get why they didn't do, like, a whole 10, 15-minute match. And honestly, I'm kind of glad they didn't looking at the rest of the show. Sa- save the goodness. Like, the- this show was already beyond salvaging at this point. Right, this so show was save, well beyond it at this point. There save, was no point in doing that whole match. Yeah, save the meat, the real match for a different time and make it better and next And clearly, time. I think their plan was initially to make this a three-way between Sasha, Bianca, and Becky. I think that was their original plan. And it but, just didn't happen. But Sasha, for whatever reason, had to bow out, and then they had to do this. And I get why they did it. I don't necessarily like what they did, but I get why they did it. It happened. There's nothing we can do to change that. Right and then on. Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal, which I said it when we were watching the show. And Trash. I'm going to say it now. The match sucked. The, the only, Not Drew's fault. The only reason this was even watchable was, was Drew. Because, because Drew was in this match. Drew did what he could here. He is the only reason this match happened because they wanted Drew McIntyre on the card. They Which, didn't want to do a show without Drew McIntyre in the car. I am glad that they haven't forgotten about Drew McIntyre, even though he doesn't have a world title. Which, thank you. I, Drew McIntyre is still an amazing talent. I'm glad they're still treating him well. And he, I'm not even complaining that they did the match because I love Drew. Right. And, and, you know, say what you want about gender. I don't think he should be on this card. But, like, if you have nothing else, I guess this it's, is acceptable. It's filler. It's definitely filler. But Drew was on the show, which is what they wanted. Yeah. They wanted Drew on the show. Yeah. Because I think he's going to SmackDown. I think we both all I think we all know Drew's gonna get drafted to SmackDown next week. And the plan is probably him and Brock at some point. Again. Which I'm fine with. I like Drew and Brock in front of a crowd because the only time we saw Drew and Brock was in the Royal Rumble. No, empty arena show. WrestleMania. Yeah, you're right. Oopsies. And then a match I didn't see because I was on the phone. Charlotte Flair, Nikki A.S.H., and Rhea Ripley. Well, let me let me take over for a minute then. And, well, there's not much to explain, honestly. It was mainly Ash getting rocked because she was clearly the... Okay, I'm going to ask you this because I didn't see the match. Did they at least make Rhea look good? Or did they at least try? They tried. Um... They still kind of made her look like a geek, but it wasn't embarrassing Who for did her. she submit? Because I see she won by submission. Did she tap Nikki or did she tap Rhea? Nikki. Okay. Then I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte won this by a submission on Nikki. And I don't hate Charlotte as much as everybody else does. I actually like Charlotte. Charlotte is really talented. But yes. she's clearly not there for the long haul. No. And she, I saw Charlotte. I saw the end of this match. I saw Charlotte holding up the belt. And Charlotte didn't look like she wanted to be there. This match was very soulless. None of them. You could tell this match has happened multiple times. And did Rhea even look like she wanted to be there? No, no one in this match looked like they wanted to be there. This was a soulless match. You got to know Rhea probably wants to get the hell out of there at this point. They've been doing her so goddamn dirty. Since Mercedes she's Martinez up. was one of her closest friends, and she's gone. Yeah, 
They have done her so fucking dirty since they, she's came up to the main roster. Sure, they gave her a women's title run, but it was heartless. It was heartless. Soulless. She beat Asuka like 20 times, and that was pretty much the only thing that happened. Then she lost to Charlotte Flair again. And then Nikki cashed in on her. Yeah. And she beat Charlotte by, via DQ the next night. Right. But that didn't matter because it never does in WWE. I did not like this match. I'm just going to say that. I liked Seth Rollins versus Edge. I liked it because Edge clearly tried here to make this good. And Seth, so it wasn't – I didn't hate this match. But it here's just, the thing. It, it was so late in the show, and I, I guarantee if we go back and watch this tomorrow, we're going to like it a lot more than we did yeah, tonight. May, maybe it has to be where we were at in the show because it seemed slow. I mean, there were some really good spots towards the end, and I'm, and I'm that sure spear into the bear and that spear into the screen looked awesome. Yeah, like it was, it was. I'm gonna say it was a decent match. And here's the thing: the last two, two out of the last three matches were really good. Right. But that didn't save the show because the show was beyond saving at that point. And nothing that we encountered after this was good enough to. Right, Edge and Seth Rollins was good. It wasn't great. It didn't live up to expectations, and I think we're going to see it again at some point. Probably Which, not soon. Uh, I don't really want to see it I'm fine if again. we see it again. I'm fine because these guys clearly knew where they were. And then Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Garbage. What the hell was that? It was garbage. You made Goldberg look like a bitch. You made Bobby look like a bitch. Literally, this buried both the people in the ring. And I, I, I didn't like Goldberg anyway, right? But they, they buried Goldberg because they stopped it via injury, which buries Goldberg. And then they had Bobby go after his son. His son jumped in the freaking ring, and Bobby went after him. This kid's freaking 16. So you have officially made your world title holder. Look like an asshole. Look like a dick. In the middle of, what was it, 53,000 people? Yeah. According to them, it's probably less than that. But. Yeah, but what a joke. Just what both a guys. Joke. I don't care how old Goldberg is. You made him look like a geek. And you made Bobby look like a geek because he went after a kid. Yeah. This was embarrassing. I, I have nothing else to say This was freaking terrible. This. this was embarrassing. I'm upset that I had to watch this. I would have been fine if they made Goldberg look like a geek. I wouldn't be this mad. But to have Bobby go after his kid. Stupid. That was a stupid decision. So stupid. And you know that was a Vince call. You know that, that was either a Vince or a Bruce Pritchard call. Absolutely. Because, one, Bobby wouldn't have done this on his own. This wouldn't have been a Bobby Lashley call. Period. It, it, Bobby just wouldn't have done it. No one would agree to something this stupid, Ben. That's just the thing. No one... Goldberg might have been okay with it. You can't bury both the people in your match like this. Not in a world title match. They buried both of them. They buried both of them. This is awful. I expected them to bury at least one of them. I was fine with that. That's fine. I That's expected okay. that. Don't bury both people. You made Goldberg look old, which he is. Okay, fine. If you're going to make Goldberg look old, make Goldberg look old. Fine. But don't make your world champion look like a fucking dickhead. I get it. He's a heel. But don't make him look like a fucking jerk off. Yeah, you don't see Roman going around strangling minors. Do you see Roman going around spearing John Cena's kids? Well, John Cena doesn't have any kids. But imagine if Roman, like, speared a Make-A-Wish kid or something. Exactly. I get it. It's not the same thing. And Goldberg's kid's been involved in this feud since the beginning. Which they should have never got him involved in the first place. But how old is this kid? 16, 17 years old? The way I look at it, they didn't do this for Drew McIntyre. So why did they feel like they had to do it with Bobby Lashley? Because Bobby's a heel. That's going to be their freaking excuse for it. And the kid wanted to do it. I don't care if the freaking kid wanted to do it. I don't care if Goldberg was okay with it. You don't do this. Not on this show. This is bad TV. This is bad TV. That's all there is to it. On a show that was already this bad. And there's no way they didn't know it was this, this bad. This, this made us take the trash out. This made me angrier than anything else on this show. Because I don't care what you do to Goldberg. I don't care if you bore me to death. But why have... Boring me to death is preferable than to pissing me off. This pissed me off. This whole thing. The whole seven minutes. And it was closer to nine minutes with the bullshit at the end. After the bell. Bell to bell, it was seven minutes. But I hated every second of this. 
and the actual match itself wasn't even that bad. This was the best Goldberg match we've had in years. Bell to bell, this match was not that bad. It was bad, but it wasn't what we've come to expect from Goldberg bad. He, he, he at least tried. And he looked a lot better in this match than he did in the Drew match. Yes. Physically, he looked a lot better, and he was doing a lot more. He's in better shape. And I don't fault Goldberg for this. He's old. He's trying his best. And I, you know what? If I was Goldberg's age and I was offered that kind of money to do this stuff, I'd probably fucking do it too. I don't blame Goldberg for anything. Goldberg's doing what he can. Fact is, he shouldn't be in there. No. But here's the thing. There was no scary spots in this match. Give him that. There was no scary, like, oh my god, he almost killed Bobby Matt spots. This was honestly mostly Goldberg getting dicked on. The first three minutes were Goldberg messing up Lashley. But then it kind of flipped a 180, and it was Bobby you know, launching him around. Now, this was shorter than 10 minutes, bell to bell, which is preferable for a Goldberg match. In 2021, yes. Even in 2001. The guy's got no stamina. Which at his age, I don't blame him. But at this point, we are getting to our. We are at rock. Here's the thing. We are at rock bottom at this point. Here's the thing. I feel bad for Edge and Seth because they were on this show. Imagine if they did Edge and Seth at Mania. It would have been so much better. It would have. And I feel like the reception of that match is going to be more negative than it should be. Just because of how bad the rest of this show was and how deep into this show it was. Because if they just started with Edge and Seth, it would probably have been awesome. And you know what? I recommend before you leave tomorrow that we go back and watch that match again. If we're going to rewatch anything from this show, I recommend we watch that match again. Just because we were so deep into this trench of shit. And you know what? I'm not going to rant too much about Reigns and Cena because, again, it was another case of they did what they could. It was exactly what we expected to be, but unfortunately, it was on the tail end of a shit train. It was Reigns the caboose. It was the caboose on the shit train. Reigns and Cena didn't have a bad match. No, this match was fine. And in a lot of other years, this might have been a match of the year candidate for WWE. It's strictly WWE. I'm not talking anywhere else. Since CM Punk left the company in 2014, for the last seven years, this would have been a match of the year candidate pretty much every year. Right on. But this match was overshadowed by what came next. And I like what they did next, but I also don't like it. The only reason I don't like it is because they they did it at the end of a bad show. Had they done this at the end of Mania, I'd have loved it. I feel like this was too good for the show. The show ends. Roman hits the spear on John. Clean finish, middle of the ring, no Uso interference. Nobody came out during this match. This was a clean finish, which is part of the reason it was so good. And this was Cena's best match in years. I completely agree. And Roman did himself all the favors in the world here in terms of crowd favor. Roman is standing there holding the belt. They're playing his music, whatever. And it looks like it's about to go off the air and me and Bryce are cussing. And our two friends, my roommate and Zach are in here. And they're just being like, well, that was fine. That was mediocre. And then the music hits. And then here comes Brock frickin' Lesnar. Out of nowhere. This was a curveball. Becky coming back was not. It wasn't a curveball because I told you it was going to happen. Yeah, I wasn't that surprised by Becky coming back. I was very surprised that Brock Lesnar came back. Because we read a report not even two weeks ago, I think on this very show, that Brock is not under contract. This had to have been a last-minute decision. Or I, at, le- at least, like, within the last week. I don't know if this was a last-minute decision by them because there was reports that they were pursuing him, but he hadn't put pen to paper. So maybe it was a last-minute decision by him. It wasn't a last-minute decision by them. Which honestly was good because this added a lot to the shock factor of this. This, if anything was going to save the show, this did. Becky coming back saves SmackDown more than anything. This, that saves SmackDown. 
SmackDown is watchable again. Congratulations. Your oh. Friday show is now tolerable. Decent. Tolerable. Decent. SmackDown is fine. And it's been fine. Other than the rematch bullshit. But now you've got enough star power to the point where it's fine. Because with Roman, Becky, and Brock, guess what? SmackDown's going to be fine. But this show... This show was unfucking acceptable. And... I feel like I, I feel like we wasted our time. Anybody that ordered this show on actual pay-per-view... I pity you. I feel so bad for you. And if I could give you a refund myself, I would. If I could give you $50 for this show that you paid for it, I would give it back to you. Because you got freaking duped. And I feel bad for you. I honestly do. Anybody that paid $50 for the show, I feel really bad for you. Because WWE did everything in their freaking power to sell this show to you. And it just, it, it shit on your face. And if all you were here for was Reigns and Cena, okay, then you're probably satisfied. If all you cared about was Roman Reigns and John Cena, you probably were fine. And if that's all you saw of this show, what would you have to complain about? If all you saw was Roman Reigns and John Cena, if that was the only thing you saw from the show, you wouldn't be as pissed as you are, and you wouldn't be complaining. Because we got exactly what we expected, and really exactly what we wanted, which was Roman beat Cena clean in the middle of the ring with no interference. But... (laughs) It's it's it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't it doesn't make me feel any better about any of this to be honest with you. And then there was this. Okay, we didn't talk about the segments, but can we talk about this Ms. Morrison thing, the drip three thousand or whatever the hell? The 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 stupid water container hooked up to like a shitty squirt gun. The segment was saved by Xavier Rhodes being good, but I I almost vomited in my mouth, dude. This. Sucked. The only segment that was good on this show that wasn't a match was the whole stall between Bianca actually facing Carmella, which didn't happen. Thank God that didn't happen. Because it would have been shit. Carmella can't wrestle. I do not want to see Carmella in a goddamn ring. If I never see Carmella again, it will be too soon. This show is exactly why me and Bryce talk about every time we review one of these horseshit WWE shows. When was it we did a SmackDown review together? Two weeks ago? Two, three weeks ago? It was longer. Well, that you and me actually watched SmackDown together. No, because remember there was one you You've watched SmackDown and talked about it on shows before, but I have not watched SmackDown and talked about it with you. in, In a month or two. In a couple of months, probably. Because I cannot tolerate it. But there was a SmackDown show we didn't do a show for because it was so bad. And I remember you, we took like 15 minutes and you were just giving me the rundown on it and telling me how shit it was. No, there was a Raw show I watched that you didn't. It was the Raw, I can't remember what Raw was. was. It was like three weeks ago or something. It was the Raw after Money in the Bank. That's what it was. Yeah, so it was like like a month ago. And remember, everybody thought this show was going to be great. It wasn't. <laughs> and then, you know what? Everybody thought SummerSlam was going to be great. And you know what? Up until Friday, up until yesterday, me and you had hope for this show. We didn't have any reason to... To, to doubt it. To doubt it. And you know what? Let's look at the show in a vacuum. Let's say CM Punk doesn't come back yesterday. Let's say that just doesn't happen. This show still sucks. But it's... We wouldn't have had the point of reference that we did. We would have been thinking. We would have had, like, the quality of... How many times have me and you watched that punk segment back today? Three times, at least. Because we wanted to. Both of us wanted to watch it back. We... Other than that Seth Rollins edge match, I have... I want to wipe this show from my memory. And even the Rain Cena match was good. I... It was good, but it was forgettable. Everything on this show was forgettable, well, yeah, except I... the returns. Right, 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 right. The Brock and the Becky returns are the two things you're going to take away from the show and say, yeah, that was good. The rest of this was, <laughs> what the hell Dog was that? Dog shit. The rest of this was, what the hell was that? 
RK Bro, AJ, and almost did almost even get in the ring. No, I don't think he did. I think he was just getting like knocked off the side railing. Did almost even wrestle in that match. I don't think so. Not really. The finish was the best part of the match. The clean RKO. And once again, let me let me take us back to one of our uh, the core values that we have developed since we started this podcast. We're not biased. We are not biased, but we also don't like to bitch about shows like we have tonight. We have canceled all out reviews because we didn't want to bitch about it. We get tired of this shit over time. We would rather... Bryce, how many shows have we canceled because we just didn't want to get on here and bitch? A lot. And it's... But here's the thing. We couldn't cancel this show. No. Because this is a studio special. We can't cancel this show. No. We we, we came out here with an intent in our mind. To record these shows in person like this. Right. And we're going to do it. But Christ almighty. This, this was a lot more painful than I was expecting. And here's the thing. We're not doing a takeover review tomorrow because Bryce has to go home before takeover. Yeah, because, you know, work and shit, you know. Well, I, I got a I, life. I might watch takeover and I might do a show on it. But God damn it, I don't want to. <laughs> exactly. And, D- and, WWE and is just such an, in such a bad place okay, so right now. A little inside baseball here. Me and Bryce have talked uh, over the last number of months, really. Oh, really, since... Mm-hmm. Shortly after WrestleMania, about a month after WrestleMania, about cutting WWE from the show. Just entirely. Because up until WrestleMania... I think it's mostly me who's wanted to cut it just because I dislike no, the No, I've wanted to, too. I just... You you weren't as willing to do it as I was. You wanted to s- cut it down, but you didn't want to erase it. Well, here's Which, the th- we're not really gonna erase it. No, we're never going to erase WWE, but I'm not committing to any more WWE reviews in terms of Raw or SmackDown. Like, I'll watch SmackDown Friday. An occasional pay-per-view, the good ones. The occasional SmackDown. The occasional SmackDown if there's... Something to talk about. Some high notoriety matches. Brock Lesnar. Now realize, just because we don't talk about it doesn't mean we didn't watch it. We might have watched the show. So the thing is, is like I know I haven't been on any of these... Raw and SmackDown shows, but that does not mean I do not know a goddamn thing that's happened on these shows. The only reason Bryce I, misses shows is because of his work schedule. That l- is like, it. I don't want to stay up till 5 a.m. on a Monday night talking about Raw. I go home and I, like, watch. Like, I, I know what the card is on a week-to-week basis, and I'll watch matches that seem interesting, like the highlights of it. Well, that's all you're going to get from me on that, just because it's it's not worth it. This show right now, this is the worst WWE has been in the 10 years I've been watching wrestling, or 15 years. It's it's bad. It's I've been really watching bad. wrestling for 10 or 15 years, and this is the worst WWE specifically has been. Now, obviously, there's been some pretty bad impact. This content. is worse than 2010, and 2010 was terrible. 2010, the whole year sucked. This is worse than that. Because at least that wasn't all rematches. I think that's the most annoying thing that's happened recently. Like, even when when WWE was bad before, they didn't do rematches like this. Even when it was bad before, you could somewhat see why it was bad. Because they lacked depth, or they lacked this, or they lacked that. They didn't didn't have the wrestlers. They didn't have the talent at the time, or whatever. But now they have all of it. They have literally all the tools they need to be good, but they're just not good, which is the problem here. Finn Bauer wasn't even on this show. Yeah, and they brought him back on SmackDown three weeks ago. He was part of this build the whole... Yeah, he was a big part of this. He had one match with Baron Corbin, and then he just didn't do anything after that. He had a match with Zayn, he had a match with Corbin. He won both of them. And then it's just like, oh, see you later. Corbin hasn't, or Corbin, Balor hasn't lost since he came back. If Balor ha- would have had a match on this card. It wouldn't have saved the show, don't say that. No, it would not have saved the show. But it would have made me feel slightly less shitty about this. Here's the other thing. Again, we don't like to bitch. We try to be as positive as possible on this show. It's hard. It really is. And when we talk about WWE, it's hard because their shows are so bad now. 
And CM Punk, I think, made a good point last night. This isn't professional wrestling, guys. It's just plain not. What about this says professional wrestling to you? Because this isn't the pro wrestling I fell in love with. This feels like creative writing class in high school. I like creative writing class more than this. Yeah, it's just like write bullshit in your notebook for 30 minutes and show me what you got kind of shit. And you'd get graded on what you got. Yeah. And Which is fine because it's called creative writing. You would expect to be graded on you, your creativity. You experiment. This is not creative at no, all. No, there's nothing creative about it. Scenes and rain. Scenes. Rains and Cena. <laughs> you can feel my intoxication through the microphone. Rains and Cena was the most creative thing on the show. In terms of build. And that is not saying much at all. Rollins and Edge was good. Rollins and Edge was the best build on the show. This whole show. Dude. Uh, I, I honestly don't know what else to say. And I don't want to compare this to last night. That's the thing. I'm trying not to compare this to Rampage last night. That's the hard part here. We have such a vast ravine between the quality of these shows. Is this the biggest gap? This is not even comparable. Okay, this is bigger than the gap between Impact in 2011 and WWE in 2011. And there was a gap there. This is just next level dog shit. This is Chavez ravine level gap. This is Grand Canyon Gap. Here's the thing. I watch New Japan. I watch AEW. I watch Impact even. I don't do shows on everything I watch. But I watch these other shows and I enjoy them. Even if they're not that great, I enjoy them more than this. Do you know why? And here's the reason I don't do shows on everything I watch. Because I don't like doing shows solo. I like having a co-host. I like have somebody, having somebody, even if they're not here in person. In this case, Bryce is right across the room from me, which is awesome. I, I think these are the best shows we're ever going to do just because we're right, we're right here. There's no delay in what we hear. It's going to suck coming back from this, honestly. This is going to feel like going from live crowds to the Thunderdome again. And you know what? I feel like our shows are better when we're in person like this. Yeah, because we get to see... The emotions are a lot more uh, prominent than they are otherwise. And you can feel our excitement you last can, night. You can, you can feel the energy in the room. It's, it's, it's harder to feel that energy when we're sitting in computer monitors 300 miles away from each other. Right, and that's what we usually do. That's what it's been every week of this show since we – well, no, not since we started because when we first started, I still lived in Minnesota for three months. No. What we do works, obviously, but you get to see a certain side of things that you don't normally see. And I'd like to do another show tomorrow, honestly, just because, you know, we're here. Yeah. You're going to be here until 2, 3 o'clock tomorrow. But we just, I, I can't rely on the product. No, th this product enough, is Enough to warrant me spending all that extra time. There's nothing to watch here. You watch strong. You it's, watch. It's, it's, it's going to end up being a slightly less shitty version of what you just heard today. And that's just. We're just going to be less pissed about it. And that's just, that's not interesting to me. And now, could they turn this thing around? Maybe. I think Becky's going to help. Right? Becky helps. Right? Brock. <laughs> I think Brock helps more than anything else. Excuse me. Brock helps. Becky helps. But what are you doing otherwise? It helps, but it's not going to save anything. What are you doing? What are you doing? They can miss book Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch easily. And honestly, for all we know, this isn't going to change a fucking thing. But here's the thing. Even if you miss Brooke, Brock and Becky, they're still going to be the biggest stars on the show. Yeah. But you're going to have that looming thought in the back of your mind 
But here's the thing. That it could be better. You heard that pop for Becky tonight. It was the biggest pop of the night. Becky Lynch got a bigger pop than Brock Lesnar. That should tell you something. Brock got a massive pop. The crowd lost their shit for Brock. But they came unglued for Becky. They didn't quite come unglued for Brock. But for Becky, the crowd was so into that. I'm looking forward. I I look forward to see what they do with Becky and Bianca. I hope that's where they go from here is Becky and Bianca. I'm crossing my fingers. And I really hope this leads to a Seth Rollins face turn. Honestly, because Seth's better as a face. Yeah. My fingers are crossed, but I just... I don't want to think about tonight too much. No. (laughs) Otherwise, my head's going to explode. And me and you are going to go get drunk after this show. Because... We're already halfway there. We're already there. I I don't know what else to say about this show. And guys, you know what? I want to apologize to you for the lackluster quality of the podcast tonight. This is this is not how we intended. Like we knew it wasn't going to be great. We did not expect just dumpster fire quality tonight. And we I sincerely do apologize to you cuz I feel gypped too. I drove all the way out here. And let me and don't get me wrong, Rampage last night. Rampage made almost me, was worth the drive. It was worth the drive. But then I but then I have to turn around and do this the next day, and I'm just I'm four hours. Are you kidding me? I feel nothing but regret right now. I mean, I'm glad I came. Don't get me wrong. Just just uh, you you get bad Grace, thoughts. Me and you, you got get, lost for an hour in a car today. You. Get bad thoughts in your head. Bryce, me and you got lost today. Yeah, right? because you don't know how to navigate people <laughs> who up. are driving. Shut up. Anyway, we all know I don't know how to navigate. Anyway. Dude, if Ben's in a car with you, do not give him the GPS because he's going to send you in the wrong direction. But I think we had more fun getting lost than we did watching 95% of yes, the show. Honestly. Because at, le- at least when we got lost, we could laugh about it. Yeah, we can't laugh about this. This is just shit this almost makes you less mad that i got us lost earlier yes it does because you, you you're like ben wasted 20 minutes they wasted five hours yeah they're <laughs> this wasted a lot more energy a lot more energy time effort effort a lot of things you didn't have to try that hard to get on lost you had no. to try pretty hard to enjoy this freaking garbage I don't want to beat the dead horse too much, Ben. This is going to drive me insane. Oh, we might do another show tomorrow, to be honest with you. Just let's let's try. We'll we'll talk about it. I don't know. Let's just let's let's end this dumpster fire. Final thoughts on SummerSlam, Bryce. Go. Don't watch it. If if you're going to watch anything, the Cena. Go watch Becky return. And go watch Brock come watch, back. Watch the highlights. Don't watch anything else. It's not worth your time. Watch the end of Cena and Reigns. Watch most of Rollins and Edge. And watch the two big returns. And don't watch anything else because you're going to waste your time. And if you liked the show, more, more freaking power to you. I'm glad that someone enjoyed this and I didn't. I hope somebody liked this show more than I did because, God damn it, I hated it. And I apologize for all the cussing tonight. We're back to normal programming next week. Me and Bryce don't normally cuss this much. Anybody who listens to this show knows that. We cuss, and we cuss a lot, but it's never We try to keep it vulgar. We try to keep it as tame as possible. And you know what? I I almost feel bad for anybody listening to this show right now. Just because they all all they're doing is sitting there listening to us bitch. But you know what? We're gonna put this out anyway because we promised a SummerSlam review. No one needs to listen to an hour of bitching. A day. Most people have to deal with that enough on their right. day and, jobs and, and all that shit. And we're going to be taking a break from covering WWE just because I don't want to be negative anymore. I really don't. I, I, I'm i cutting WWE for the time being. And I'm the producer of the show. For those of you that don't know, Inside Baseball Talk, I am the executive producer of the show. If I want to cut WWE from programming, it's getting cut. And to, to tell you the truth, I support it. And I've I, been the one av- advocating for it. And for I talked to our creative director, and I talked to our editor, and I talked to everybody on the freaking team here, and they all agree. Cut World Wrestling Entertainment from your show because it's just pissing you off. 
So for the time being, we're not going to be covering WWE. I'll cover New Japan. I'll cover Ring of Honor. I'll cover Impact. But I won't talk about these WWE shows. Not for now. I just won't do it. I don't want to bring negativity to you guys. I want the show to be something positive. I want the show to be something you look forward to every week. And not just me and Bryce sitting here screaming into a microphone half pissed drunk. Because that's what we had to be to enjoy this show. I t- this is not something we take joy in. No, it's like, not. I do not like showing up to a show. Half drunk. Half drunk. Just to complain. That is not the ideal. I have a lot more enjoyable of an experience when we actually do something that we enjoy. We just can't enjoy this product right now. We can't. There's and maybe n- there's no way to do it. Maybe a day will come when it improves. And you know what? We're still going to be watching the shows. That's we, the- we, we will be up to date. Here's the thing. We're not going to stop watching the shows. We're going to stop covering them. And once the content gets to the point where it's watchable again, we'll come back. We're going to add other stuff. It's as as easy as that. Now, don't think our podcasts are going to slow down. There's going to be other stuff to fill in the gaps here. Wrestling related. New Japan. Ring of Honor. Whatever you want. Impact. I'll probably start doing weekly Impact shows, to be honest with you. You're a brave soul, Ben. Don't tell me it's not better than this. The bar is already low, Ben. Bryce, you enjoyed Rebellion more than this, and don't lie to me. Absolutely. You've watched one Impact show in the last seven years. That at least had Matt, Mark, uh, Matt Cardona. <laughs> that had Matt Cardona. That had Kenny Omega. It had. It gave me a reason to watch. This it had Sammy Callahan. It had, it had reasons to watch the show. Yeah. And it wasn't all rematches that we'd seen a million times. You'd never seen Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega. I... I hope shit change. I hope shit changes, honestly. Once I hope again, this whole thing changes. I want to apologize for our negativity. For our negativity tonight, but it wasn't our intention. We did w- not go into the show with a negative mindset. No. I came into the show and I told you before the show started, Bryce. You know what? I'm excited for SummerSlam because we both wanted to be excited for this show. We haven't gotten to watch a show together like this in months since WrestleMania. Yeah. So we're we're a little disappointed to stay to to say the least. And you know what? Me and Bryce talked about going to Chicago last night. It didn't happen, but we talked about it. So just to say fuck it, you know? Hell, there, what was it? A month ago, we were talking about going to Vegas for this show. For this show, we were talking about going to Vegas. We were looking so forward to SummerSlam, and we're just disappointed, guys. That's the whole thing. We're disappointed. I'm disappointed. Bryce is pissed off and so am i and there's nothing to be happy about here there's nothing to look forward to lo- except for becky i look forward to getting back to our normal shows again when i get back at least we have watchable media right pro wrestling as a whole is not broken there's something going on in the other room we don't know what it is we're going to try to end this show as quick as possible all right but <laughs> Anything else? There to might add, ben? be a fist fight going on in the other room. I'm sure. Anything <laughs> else you want to add, Ben, or should we get out of here and just let these let these fine people watching our I show? I want to get tell everybody to that day. listens to this show: we thank you, we love we you, we love you so much. Thank you. And there's more content coming. And we're sorry about tonight. Tonight was a bad night for everybody, and I think anybody that watched the show probably had a pretty bad night. They probably all got a sour taste in their mouths, and probably everybody listening to this is freaking drunk right now. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. But just hang on. Hang on to the the, hor- the the reins on the horse. Go watch New Japan. Go watch Ring of Honor. Hell, NWA for as broken of a product as it, as it is right now, I think NWA is better than this. And NWA's got their own problems, right? And we're going to cover that Empower show next weekend. I'm excited for Empower. I don't know about you. Are you excited for that all-women's show next weekend? Because I am. I mean, it's going to be better than this. I'm looking so forward to that women's show next weekend. Do you know why? Because it's going to be something different. Matches we haven't seen before. We're going to get Molina, Deanna Perazzo, and Mickey James in a triple threat match. We're never going to see that again. No, we are not. We're going to get Camille versus Layla Hirsch. 
we might get that again. Who knows? But that's pr- gonna be interesting. That's gonna be a fun match. Like I'm excited for the two NWA shows we're doing next week. But this show, I was excited for the show before. <laughs> now I don't care. Having good expectations leads to letdowns. With this company in particular. Yeah. Now, did we have a lot of hype for Rebellion? No. Not really. I was did- just I just kind of watched the show and I was like, yeah, it was okay. Now, AEW is like a whole different beast, and we're not biased. We're not. It's just right now, AEW, in my opinion at least, and my job is to give you my opinion, and so is Bryce's. My opinion is, AEW has the best product right now. And it's not even close. Impact is closer than everybody else. Impact, guys. Process that. In 2021, Impact has a better product than WWE. If I would have told you that seven years ago, that seven years from now, Impact is going to have a better product than WWE, what would you have told me? You are straight out of a mental institute. Because you wouldn't have thought Impact would still be in business. What a freaking twist. Anyway, let's end this show. Yeah, I got to pee really bad. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN.com slash spark to save. Your first three months are free, and then you get... Then you're paying for the rest of the 12 months when you sign up for the 12-month 12 pa- 12 package. I'm sorry about this show, guys. This show... Uh... You know, I apologize to anybody that actually paid $50 for this show, too. And thank God our show is free, Bryce. You know why? Can you imagine if we were charging people to listen to this show right now? How embarrassed would you be? They would be gypped. How embarrassed would you be if we were charging for this show? If we were charging for this show and you canceled after watching the show, I wouldn't even be mad at you. I would personally send each and every one of you an apology letter. And a refund. And a refund. But thankfully our show is free. Yeah. You guys have no commitment to us. And we're glad that the people who are here are here. But. But good freaking lord. Bryce. I would turn Ren in the face from embarrassment if we even charged a penny for this sh- for this podcast. That is why I am glad that we are not there right now. And you know what? We probably never will. We're never going to do a Patreon. That's why we have ads. That's why we have ExpressVPN. That's why we have BetterHelp. That's why we have Anchor. We're not going to do freaking ads. We're not going to do... F- we're we're going to do ads, but we're not going to do Patreon. We're, we're, n- we're not going to lock any content behind walls. And if we do lock content behind walls, it's going to be more than just this. It's going to be behind-the-scenes bullshit that is not supplemental to the show. It's going to be stuff we actually spend money on. (laughs) Yeah. Anything we ever do that might be behind a paywall, which probably isn't going to happen, anything we ever do that might be behind a paywall, guess what? It's going to be stuff we probably sank a bunch of money into. We didn't sink any money into this show. We sank, what, the $5 I pay every month for Peacock? Big freaking whoop. I don't care about the $5. Peacock can shove the $5 up their ass for all I care. It's five bucks. Who cares? Yeah. But Bryce, let's get out of here. Thanks to ExpressVPN. Thanks to all our listeners for putting up with us screaming into our microphones for the last hour. I hope you guys have a good night. Everybody have a good night. Good Lord. Bryce, let's get the hell out of here. All right. We'll see you all next week. I hate freaking Vince McMahon right now.